Hola, hola, it's your girl Erica from America. Welcome to the Confidence Chronicles podcast. This podcast is all about helping you stand in who you are. Stop giving a fuck what people think about you. Start standing as your fully expressed self. As you are, as is, there is no filter needed. You are fucking awesome, and I am here to remind you. I'm a confidence coach, and I'm a bold stand for confidence, and I cannot wait to dig into today's episode with you. My darlings, today's episode is a special one. As you know, I love highlighting the women that I get to work with. My sisterhood ladies, we're going to be doing the sisterhood series. This is one of them. It is where you will hear the stories of real women who are doing the work and are seeing amazing results in their lives. Michaela is no difference. She is an incredible woman in the UK. I met her on Instagram, of course, and started working with her one-on-one. And I remember when I first met Michaela thinking that she was so beautiful and lovely and amazing and she would not speak up and she barely had eye contact and you could hear there was a lack in her voice and she would share her story with me and we would unravel and unpack things and she ended up joining the Global Sisterhood which is our online program and oh my goodness she then started investing even more in herself she's a midwife in the UK she is a trailblazer ass shaker she is killing it right now you guys I'm telling you right now this woman is like every single one of us. There was something that went down for her in her past, which you will hear in the episode, that really crushed her confidence. And she continued to not validate herself and not feel good enough and not feel like worthy enough and was just invisible. And from being invisible, moving to taking up space, creating space of herself to take up, owning her shit. She is working so hard on herself. She's now investing in herself, working on many programs. She does lots of work with my homegirl, Angel Phoenix. So literally this episode, I cannot wait for you to hear it because I hope you hear yourself in this. If you have ever felt or currently feel invisible, like you don't know who you are, like you don't know how you're going to gain your confidence back, this is a story for you because it is possible. It's hard as fuck and you got to do the work. But this woman right here, I just want to applaud her because ma'am, Michaela, you did it, girlfriend, and you continue to do it. You're an inspiration. You are a an example of what's possible when you work on your shit and you stand in your power. So I hope you enjoy today's episode. Okay, I am so damn excited to welcome Miss Michaela to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what can I say about you? I There's an intro that's ran already, but fuck, I love you. And I am beyond honored that you are in this planet, on this planet, and that you have said yes <laughs> to doing this. <laughs> For everybody that doesn't know about you, I just want to give a little uh, a little heads up that I met this gorgeous human being on social media where I meet all my lovers and friends, and we ended up working together. We ended up chatting. I have seen the most beautiful, magnificent, divine, amazing, almost miraculous transformation that you know, Angel Phoenix and I always talk about and it's fucking awesome. And so I really want you to tell people maybe who you were before all of this amazing personal development parties that you're in. 
Oh my gosh. I honestly don't even recognize myself now. And it's been such a, such a quick change, like from just a few months ago. And I was just in a place of feeling so, I didn't realize how bad it actually was in terms of my, how I felt about myself, my confidence, like how I viewed everything about me and kind of lost my identity forgotten who I was and I was a lot quieter and timid and shy and just was in this place of self-loathing and self-depreciation and just not having any confidence not just in myself but in everything around me really in in the way that I was living in my body in my abilities like just in every way possible when I signed up to the sisterhood I really didn't anticipate the transformation that was going to happen in Mm. such a short space of time and when I say I feel like I don't recognize myself I feel like I've become the person that I was years ago before I kind of gave up that identity to um to my profession because I just yeah, I just, I was living in a place where I just felt like I constantly had to prove something. I constantly had to prove my worth and I don't even know who to. If we can rewind all the way before you even, because I think it was Instagram. I'm, I'm positive it was Instagram where we connected. But before yeah. that, like, you know, what was your upbringing or your, your adolescence? Was there something that happened that you feel like you lost yourself or you know, what do you think it brought you to the now of going, fuck, I'm in some pain or shit, something's not right. Like, I'm always interested to find out what's that thing that makes people want to go, something has to be done and reaching out. Like, what was that for you? I think only recently I've been able to pick apart all the different things that have kind of got me to the the place that I was. And I hadn't realized how much I was carrying the pain still of being bullied quite badly when I was younger, which I know lots of people experience and how I took that into adulthood and how I just didn't appreciate any part of me. Mm. And then, you know, into, into my teens, then just things that happened, things that I was involved in that just made me feel like a lesser person and just made me feel just rubbish. And it was then like, I felt like I found my identity when I became a midwife. I felt like that was who I was. I felt like I was confident being a midwife. And so I kind of, then that became me. And I just, I didn't know what I was outside of that. And I didn't even realize that until the end of July actually it was when it was it was Angel that doolied it out of me (laughs) in a call that we were having with Visibility for Visionaries where she was asking me like who am I like forget forget your job but who 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 am I and I was like oh I don't actually know anymore like I don't know and it was just carrying all these all these things with me from past trauma and things that had happened I just came to a place where I realized for me to grow as a person and actually for me to be a better midwife like Mm. I have to start with me because how can I expect like I'm always saying to women to you know to believe in themselves and to love their bodies and to just step into their power in their pregnancy Mm -hmm. and birth and be informed and be empowered and all of these things. And then I realized that I'm not doing any of that for myself. Um, 
And so doing all of this work has had such a huge impact on that as well, which is all, all of these things and how they all intertwine was so unexpected. Wow. Um, and it's just been such a incredible journey and also has helped me to look back and pick apart the things that kind of contributed to me feeling that way, like the different parts of my life where I, you know, felt ashamed of things or certain things that were traumatic and just being able to pick those things apart and realize what they are has meant that I can work through them and kind of leave them behind. And these are all things that I've had, you know, I've had therapy with, I've had help with before, but, and I thought that that meant that they were done and actually Mm. they were still with me. And it's not until I've been doing all of this work that I've actually realized that <laughs> I always find it interesting. Why do you think that people, well, women especially, that we can pump other women up or, you know, tell other women you should love yourself and you're amazing and we do that to the other. But why do you think for you it, it's so difficult now that you're on the other side for us to do that for ourselves? Why do you think? I guess it's something that's ingrained in us as women. Like we, we give, give, give. And you know, whether that's in your job, like for me, it was becoming a midwife or as, as a mother, you, you know, often when, when you become a mother, you forget who you are or you leave your identity behind yeah. because, you know, you're expected to be a good person, then you have to constantly give to other people. And if you're focusing on yourself, then you're selfish. Mm. And unless you focus on yourself, unless you do the work on yourself, then actually your capacity to give is not at the level that it could possibly be. Mm. and the awareness too that you get after you realize that you are the head of all and that if you look after you everything you touch wins you know it's it's, it feels like such common sense to listeners out there if you're hearing us but really it's one of the most difficult things that we have to overcome you know as 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 women as empathetic people as mothers as caregivers you know, especially being a midwife, you know, you've been doing this work on yourself. And now obviously you run, is it your own business now that you're running? Yeah. Yeah. In a part yeah, of independent midwife. <laughs> no big deal. We're totally going to get to that. Like it blows my mind. We were talking before we started recording and I didn't want to miss any juicy stuff. So we started early, but Michaela, when I first met her, we did, we did one-on-one coaching and it was on zoom. So it was video. And I remember seeing you in your living room and I think it was I think it was after a birth or something. It was really late and you were exhausted, but you were down to do it. You were like, no, let's meet, let's do this. And I I was just saying to Michaela, like her voice, like even the tone, like it was really low. And I love that you said you used to be shy. Like that makes me so freaking happy to hear someone say, yeah, like I used to be a shy person. Like, oh shit, like shyness is something that you can like you know, shed, like you can shed the skin of shyness. It's not something that's stuck with you forever. Oh my gosh. No, it's not. You know, you can really learn who you are and get a voice. And to see you now, literally the photo of who you are and what you look like, never mind all the videos that you post and (laughs) all the space you are taking up. It's incredible. What has been the biggest head fuck when you decided to work on yourself? Like from the beginning of the journey, whether it was before you and I met, whether it was before Instagram, like the beginning, the thing that went to you, fuck, I have to do something about this. How was that? 
I think in my self-image, like I had got to a place where I like I didn't even know my proper bra size until a few weeks ago, wow, and yeah. that's absolutely ridiculous. That's and I was, girl. <laughs> <laughs> I was going out and like all the clothes that I I hardly ever bought new clothes. The clothes that I did buy were just like comfort and something to cover me up, and they were nearly all of them were black, and mm. I never really made an effort with myself because I felt like I just didn't want to stand out I just wanted to like be hidden and I feel like the biggest thing for me has been like doing something about that like getting a new wardrobe and having my hair done so that it's the way that I like it being black black blonde again and getting up and going to work and doing my hair and wearing nice clothes and putting some makeup on and they're all things that I just didn't do before because I would just be like oh people might judge me if I put too much effort in my appearance or but it's just made such phenomenal changes in how I stand and how Mm -hmm. I talk and even my clients have noticed it as well and I was talking to one of them about it recently and I said it's as much for me as it is actually for you because I said when I feel confident in myself and my body and I make an effort then when I am looking after you when I'm you know advocating for you I can be a fierce advocate because I feel Mm. confident in myself and And they were like, yes, Yes, girl. (laughs) Now imagine if you're out there and you're not a midwife, but you're a parent. Now imagine if you're out there and you're not a midwife, but you're a leader, you're a boss, you're an influencer, you have influence. This is so important how you look because it directly in my old school styling days, like I would always like harp on about how you look to yourself, not to others, but if you feel like you look good, you're going to feel good. If you feel like you look like shit, even if someone says you look amazing, but you feel like you look like shit, you're going to feel like shit. So it is not just this thing about, you know, vanity and being beautiful for other people. It's your inner self vanity. It's a good thing. It's, you did a post about it recently. I loved it. Yeah, it's the the judgment, but I think the judgment is more from inward rather than what anyone else thinks because no one, no one else would say anything negative or no one has. Yeah. No, no, they're like, damn. (laughs) (laughs) I just find it bizarre that I didn't see it before. Um, And I love it. (laughs) Yeah. Just like this flower, right? And I feel like we're all like these flowers that are, have all these many parts and layers to ourselves. And as we peel back a layer, we get a whole new level of awareness, but we, it's almost like you can't get that level until you peel that back. And then, cause you're yeah. continuously still finding and me as well, like you're going to find stuff like, Oh my gosh, that's why when my dad or my mom, blah, blah, like you just, you yeah. just start, it's almost like you become a detective of your life and you piece yeah. <laughs> you're like the piece of the puzzle, but not from a place of wanting significance, not from a place of blaming or shaming from a place of unraveling it and understanding yourself and being so complete which is what I love about this work that it's you just get your own completeness and you don't have to do anything you just figure it out for yourself you know yeah so what has been the would you say the toughest thing when you started working on yourself Um, because a lot of people out there want to do it and what advice maybe would you give someone if they're if they're questioning it or they're worried about time, energy, money, uh, confronting their fears, all of the things that come up as to why we don't open Pandora's box. Just fucking do it. (laughs) 
and that's it. No. <laughs> um, but I think the whole thing about valuing yourself, like mm. in terms of spending the money on yourself, it's another thing that we are like conditioned to believe that we yeah. shouldn't do that's selfish, but it's working through the difficult things i found as time has come as time has gone on in the last like two months <laughs> as time has, as time has gone on i found like i'll come across something difficult and then i'll work through it and then each time it's quicker and quicker mm. um to the point where it will just be like oh my god i'm losing my shit and i'll be really upset of like of something that i've realized or you know it's brought up certain memories and then just quick very quickly just work through it with your amazing support um and it's it's life-changing it's just completely completely life-changing and it's just worth the time and the effort and I just feel like it's a priority and it's a an emergency that we start to look after ourselves more and just you know adorn ourselves and appreciate ourselves and do the things that make us like bring us joy and happiness and make us feel sexy and make us feel alive and just it's like we get lost in a rat race and you know you're living for the nine to five or living for your job or living for whatever it is that you're living for but then forgetting about yourself Mm. and you just need to focus on you (laughs) yes it's, it's so crazy, the investment side of things. And I know recently you have made a massive, you've made massive investments in yourself. Yeah. It's interesting because I'm the same as you when I was in a lot of pain. I was just in a lot of pain and I knew that I needed to get out of pain. That was my situation. And it was like, I can't get myself out. I feel like I got myself in the fucking pain. So how the hell am I going to get myself out? So for you, for someone out there who's listening and going, yeah, but I don't know if I can, or I feel bad about spending money on myself or, you know, I don't have the money. Like, can you speak to the fact of how you created the way to actually invest in yourself, how you created the way? I, I made it my top priority over anything else. Like, over spending initially it was over you know it was over spending money on new clothes or you know it was really really being really tight with my finances and just really seeing it as a priority in terms of knowing where I was going to what it potentially was going to do to me it do for Mm. me even though at the time I had no fucking idea (laughs) what was going to happen and what kind of transformation I was going to go through I just felt in my bones that it was something that it would it just I needed I needed to make it happen Mm. however that was and yeah it has been at times been been a risk in terms of um finances but it's paid off in such phenomenal ways especially mm. in terms of my business because my confidence shows and then people feel more confident in you yeah. when you are confident when you are more sure of yourself and are able to just speak openly and it just it 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 comes out of you and mm. when other people see it they feel safe i feel like they feel safer with you yeah and it's so, it's so crazy when business people do not create their own way to invest and grow and, and that we think that business is not personal. It's like I laugh because I'm like, you're a human 
anything you touch is personal. It has to do with you. If you've got money problems, your business will have money problems. If you lack confidence, how are you, like how you do one thing is how you're doing everything. So it's no surprise that you start working on you. You feel better about the way you look. You feel better about your finances. Your mindset is better. From that space, you're, you become a full-on creator. And that's why I said, yeah. how did you create the money? Because you don't have money. Most of us, you don't have it. It's not like you've got 10 grand going, hmm, I wonder who can I invest in? And, you know, I'm going to do this thing for myself. We're not even there. So, yeah. I've literally not long been made redundant when I signed up to the sisterhood. Wow. So it was, you know, it was at a time where I, just, I was just setting up my own business and you know it was that first the first um payment that I got from a client um I just I saw that as this has to go on me and that's that's what I spent that's what I spent it on um even if that meant then you know obviously I'm making sure that I've got enough money for my bills and things but then everything else went on my self-development on the sisterhood and initially booking the retreat with Angel as well and then as things have gone on I've realized the value of investing in myself so that's been my priority for the whole of this year. Oh that gives me like full body chills (laughs) on my vajouche. I just, I, I'm so happy. I'm smiling, you guys. If you can see me, my, I'm grinning because I just know what it can do for you. Like I know, and I think people, if you're out there questioning the investment, it's not so much who you're investing in. It's that you invest in you and you got to yeah. back you. And like, sometimes we're so, we're so dead inside of our own self-belief that we don't trust ourselves. So therefore we don't trust any program or any books or anything. And we sabotage and we do fucking nothing with it. And obviously there's a bunch of students in angels programs. There's a bunch of students in my sisterhood and not everybody's getting the same result. And it's not because the content is different for each person. It is the drive and the passion and the belief and the energy of the person. Hence why you're on this podcast, because I think you are, you really inspire me and you show me and you show all of us what's possible when you back yourself and you believe in yourself and that you're not a unicorn and that I'm not a unicorn (laughs) and that, you know what I mean? Like, and this is why I want to spotlight students and stories. And I had Janie on the podcast sharing as well. Um, We're going to have some more ladies because... I think people think, oh, easy for Erica, you know, queen of confidence, easy for you. You had all this trauma. I don't have that trauma. Oh, you're doing this. And it's like, this is a woman who has, you're not a mother, right? You don't have children. Still felt lost ladies out there because so many women are waiting for a child to give them purpose. And then women who have babies are like, what the fuck is my purpose? So it's hilarious to me because it's not about if you're a mother or not. I never thought of it like that. Are you kidding me? Do you know how many um, mothers I have that are my clients who are like, I don't know who the fuck I am. I have no life purpose. And then I have women who are single and not married and wishing, I wish I had a baby. That's my purpose. And I'm like, I wish you could meet each other because you're. But isn't that something that society puts on you I know I saw Rachel posted uh, a snippet from the Dynamo Doula training where they were talking about this and how I was saying to her how from being Mm. a child you're made to think that your identity is based on you having children and having a family and getting married and all of these things and I get it all the time like oh Michaela from from an early age from my early 20s I'd have comments like 
oh you know you should really think about having children it would be it would be such a shame if you couldn't be a mother because you'll be such a good mum or you should think about freezing your eggs Michaela because you know (laughs) and I'm just like do you know what I don't I don't need that put on me and you know my ability to love a child when that comes to it you know it's not based on whether they come from my womb or not like I, I don't need to meet the perfect person to be able to do that I can do that on my own if I want mm-hmm. to there's ways you can do that nowadays yes. Yes. <laughs> but like that doesn't make up who I am that doesn't say I'm a, a lesser or a better person just because I you know based on my fertility like yes. that's it's so fucked up it is the lack of awareness as well that we are just like literally brainwashed I mean you will answer to Michaela I answer to Erica like as if that is who I am honestly I mean if that's not the most fucking brainwashed in the world that you think that is who we are. Like, it's just the depth of it. And so I love that your, your spirit moved you into midwifery, which is such a huge place to serve and learn about yourself. But you didn't only stay there. You met Angel. You went into the doula. You now have all of this awareness about the female body, about our rights, about our past, about witches, about everything. <laughs> and we're in the sisterhood. I want you to talk to the the fact about personal development and how when you start working on yourself and uncovering the rug and opening Pandora's box and going back into your thoughts and your feelings and all of that stuff, it can feel very lonely. How are you with that and the sisterhood and all the work that you're doing? Honestly, the support that there is in the sisterhood and within the, the other programs I'm doing like with Angel is just phenomenal like I speak to somebody from one of them every day like all around the world like Australia New Zealand America down the road in London like Mm. all around the world and it is like this phenomenal group of women supporting women and it just lifts you up and makes you feel so held and so supported and it's crazy to share this journey because it's it's really difficult to talk about this to other people who aren't doing it like I've had (laughs) so much support from friends they're amazing but it's difficult for people to really understand unless you're actually in it and that support that that's been created through that sister through the sisterhood and it's just so powerful so so powerful Mm. and that is what's got me through like having like an accountability sister and having people that will just check in on you and make sure you're okay or like call you out on things or encourage you or support you like it's just so so powerful to share that journey with so many other people and the fact that like none of us have met apart from Louisa I met Louisa yeah (laughs) um like none of us have met and it feels like you've just got this just mind-blowing support surrounding you through social media like Mm. I I always had a bit of a negative view on social media up until very recently and seeing how using it in a more purposeful way to build connections rather than just like scrolling through and liking things like it's just amazing with the community that you can build and the support that you can create from that community that is the biggest thing that there is a safe space where and it blows my mind and I cry all the time and I know Angel cries all the time and then we cry together (laughs) literally just about how a bunch of air quote strangers Mm. are in a group on Facebook or wherever 
and literally pouring. I mean, daily there are videos. Every ten minutes there are videos, and there are people. <laughs> they're the most active women. I love them. You know, just sharing like, holy shit, this is what's going on for me, and it's safe, and it's so important yeah. to have. And this is why I, I I don't even care if it wasn't my program, any program that creates a safe container for women to be seen and heard and felt and, and validated and, and held space for, I mean, like we can't do that with our families and a lot of our friends groups, like you said, I mean, you're on this journey, you're questioning your mind, you're reading amazing books and, and doing really hard work with yourself and your mind to then go to talk to people who are nowhere near on the same planet as you, you know, in your mind or in your spirit or in your soul or on journey and feeling lost and feeling like you don't know who you are and then being able to come to a place where you don't have to be in person, but you can find someone in person and that yeah. they're walking the same walk as you, you know? Yeah. Ah, social media, poor thing. It gets blamed for so much. And I listened mm-hmm. to something that Gary Vee was recently talking about on his podcast about how whether people like it or not, if you have a business the digital space is where your clients will play before they do the in-person. So before clients will yeah. come to your workshop, book you in person, buy your thing, they are going to mess around with you on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and be there for a little while sussing you out. And if you don't have a digital experience for your clients, like that's your front of shop is your digital experience. Yeah. And they will play there before they ever book you. And it's like, oh my gosh, like that's the power of social media right now. Yeah, which is exactly what I've done with with you and with Angel as well. Yeah. Like I followed you both on social media and then it got to the point where, where you were putting out these offerings. I was just like, I'll take my money. <laughs> yes. <laughs> because I just knew, I just trusted trusted you because I felt like, you got to know you through you just being yourself and showing up on social media and being who you are, being the amazing, amazing women that you are. I love you. We love you love so you much. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> just like with that, let's say someone wants to get a coach or someone wants to join a program or wants to do anything. You know, this is wherever you are in the world, you want to work on yourself. What advice would you give them on finding the right program, the right mentors? Because there's a lot of people out there. What advice would you give someone? Using social media for that. Like I, yeah. I, I had looked for a life coach before and there was a, f- a few that came up, but I just, I just didn't get that feeling that they, mm. were, they had what, even though they were probably great coaches, they just didn't have what I was looking for. I just didn't feel like there would have been that connection there. And yeah, so I just kind of put it aside and forgot about it. But just looking for someone that you can connect with, that you feel safe with, that you feel that you can be honest with, like some of the things I shared with you in our, you know, to prepare for our initial talk like I've not told anybody and I was just like I know that I need to pour my heart out I need to say everything because otherwise what what's what's the fucking point in doing this if I don't bring up all of the things that I know are deeply painful for me Mm. um and if if you're not you have to find somebody that you can be that honest with and share without feeling that you have to hide anything 
okay, so we know what was back then. There was trauma. There was, there was barely you opening your eyes or your mouth. There was no fashion style. <laughs> there was apologizing for making money. Yeah. Like, yeah. You weren't as busy. You weren't as busy. It was kind of like, well, if I get busy, it's cool. And I don't want to be too busy because I don't want people to be like, she's always busy and taking our money. Like there was all this shit that does not exist in your body or in your space or in your world anymore. So right. what does life look like now for you? And what's next? Oh my gosh. The last month I have just felt like, is this a trick? Like, am I just going to wake up tomorrow and be like, oh, I feel like shit again. <laughs> like, is this... <laughs> I actually, this is my thought process and it hasn't, it's just, I've just kept feeling better and better and better and connecting with so many, so many amazing women as well. Like there's yourself and Angel and then like Rachel Rose and like Sarah Borst and um, just, and um, Hayley, Hayley Carr as well. It just, all these women that are just so, your fucking powerhouses Mm. and just, connecting and reaching out and building that support like I have no fucking idea what what's to come mm. when I look at the changes that have happened in such a short space of time in two months and you know we're only halfway through the sisterhood aren't we yeah we're like <laughs> crazy three modules yeah <laughs> <laughs> and I've got I've still got like Dino Oduna training in three weeks and I know that's gonna blow my mind um, and then and a retreat oh my god and the retreat in, oh my god I can't wait to meet you <laughs> yes we're gonna get to squeeze in real life I said oh to Michaela god. I'm gonna hump her leg and I'm sure Angel <laughs> and there's lots of tears on this journey of of, yeah. of of getting what you desire because you're the one that can get it and then you get it and you're like I could have had this forever oh my gosh yeah. like the tears of joy of, of, I mean, I literally haven't stopped crying since we, since last November when we did the Melbourne sisterhood and then the online sisterhood. And now there's all these women that want to join. And then me and Angel are going to do stuff and we're watching shit happen. And I know I'm like so excited. I'm just like, we need a something. Let's do this because you know, it really do. It really is. So uh, for me, I see you and I see me and I'm like, I know who you can be. And I know you know deeply, all of us know who we can really be. We know if we go deep enough into our bodies and close our eyes and let go of all the thoughts that we are built for better, we are built for more, that we have a purpose here. And it doesn't have to be a legacy like Oprah or like Angel or I. It could just be that you want to be happy and be happy in your body, you know? And, And I just believe that like the more you shine, Michaela, the more you fucking turn it up turn up the bass and the treble and you go hard with your own inner self and expose it, the more other people get activated and influenced and, and impacted and inspired and all of the things in. And they're just like, holy shit, where are you going? I want to follow you. And <laughs> it's like, yeah, this is what I'm doing. And it may work for some and that may not with us. Why I really am about you finding who's good for you. But like, when you do find that person and, and we do need others, by the way, like we are the only species on the planet that needs another speed. Like we need each other. Humanity cannot do this thing called life alone. So the fact that you get a mentor and then it leads you to other women that now these women are your friends. Like all of my women, all of my clients are my friends. And I love that because I want to surround myself with positive women who you know, want to do good in the world, want to take responsibility for themselves. And you don't have to cure fucking 
you know, f- climate shit if you don't want to, but if you want to, awesome. But I mean, you just, you being who you are changes the world. It changes the yeah. fucking world. And that's <laughs> who I want to get around. So I think Angel and I built these courses and these programs and this business so that we could have a posse and a tribe of like-minded women that want to change the fucking world by changing themselves. And so yes, <laughs> I am beyond excited that we have this sistership and this friendship and this, and that I get to meet you and hump your leg in Bali <laughs> with your permission, of course, bodily autonomy. <laughs> you sign here for me humping your leg. Great. Oh, Michaela. So what do you have going on now? There's something that you've just done and where's your business at and how can people find you if they want to work with you, follow your journey, please go follow her journey. Um, if they want to connect with you, if they want to listen to you, what are all the things? Oh gosh. So I've recently started a podcast called the midwife coach, which is, well, it's primarily aimed at student midwives just because when I was a student, I, I really struggled Um, even with my midwifery identity and fitting in and feeling alone. And so I wanted to set something up to inspire student midwives to, and to help them feel supported and to help Mm -hmm. them feel held and to help them feel that they're not alone. And the response already that I'm getting from students that, you know, have going through bullying or being told that they're not good enough to do, you know, to work a certain way or being made to feel that their um, idea of midwifery is some sort of abstract idea, which is what I felt when I was a student. Like I nearly mm. quit because it didn't feel like what I had in my head and what I had in my head was working the way that I am now. Mm. Um, and, but I was still constantly like kind of put off that, like made to feel that I'm not good enough, made to feel that I'm not qualified enough, made to feel that, you know, I should be a midwife for 10 years before I, before I do this. And that bullying would have triggered back your past bullying. Yeah. It's just like an endless cycle of feeling worthless. So yeah. So the podcast is just trying to send out a big fat hug. (laughs) That's Mm. what to to students who are going through a tough time because I had, I had a really dark year when I was in my second year, I had post-traumatic stress and I was really unwell for seven months of it. Um, and I felt quite alone in that because there were, I didn't feel very validated in how I was feeling. I was made to feel that kind of, I shouldn't feel that way. Like how do, why do I deserve to feel that way? And like, I was suicidal. I was, it was a really, really dark place. And I felt like I was being let down by the very system that I was training to work in, um, in terms of getting help with my mental health, because it just felt like I was just brushed off. And then I was treated for um, depression when I wasn't depressed. Obviously it didn't work and it took seven months for me to actually get the help that I needed and to come out of that. I think that's the point where I kind of gave up that identity because I felt like it was actually midwifery that got me out of that. It was, I found a, a group of midwives who were so amazing and they kind of, they just validated what had happened and they, they didn't try to fix it. And I think that's a big thing. Like when someone's gone through something difficult, when someone's gone through something traumatic, often people will want to save you. So they'll just try and make comments to try and kind of yeah. um, minimize it. And actually what all, what that did for me was it, sil- it made me feel silenced and it made me um, retreat. And I just stopped seeing people. I just stayed on my own and 
it can be such a dark place. And I know that I'm not the only person because it was I, I wrote about this in a midwifery journal a couple of years ago. And the response was insane. The amount of other people who had felt the same or had gone through the same. And students shouldn't feel like that. Students, mm. they need to be held and nurtured and loved in the same way that midwives do that for women like that that's what yeah. the students need as well to be able yeah. for them to kind of step into themselves of and course. find the confidence and so yeah so that's why I set up the podcast just because I and because I want to inspire students to change the system from the inside out because people are often made to feel that you know you're just a student you know you can't really do anything but actually they're the, they're the future of our workforce like they are the ones that can change it if if anybody can it's students so that's what my goal is oh, <laughs> with the my podcast. God. I can't remember what else you asked me to and say. your Instagram and your business and how can people reach you so what do you you're a midwife you offer what services do you offer and where can people find you if they're interested in working with your amazingness I'm an independent midwife, so I look after people awesome. throughout pregnancy, birth, and generally six weeks postnatally. Um, that continuity is really important to me. It's something I've been passionate about since since I was a student, mm. um, and that's how I choose to work. And women, some women have hospital births, some women have home births. My priority is just supporting women where they want women. to or need yeah. to be. And also, I'm hoping to set up online coaching like one-to-one calls for students or for women um in the future I haven't haven't properly set that up yet but that's what I'm planning on doing just because I want to reach more people the only way to do that to reach people who don't live locally to me in London is to do it online um Mm -hmm. and just to to share information or support um and just help people feel loved and cared yeah. for um or, or just heard like sometimes people mm-hmm. just need to have their have their feelings validated or talk about their difficult experience and just have someone listen to that and not try to fix it yes tell me your instagram so people can find you and then i'm going to ask you one final big question my instagram is at michaela marling michaela without the e. <laughs> m-i-c-h-a-l-a-m-a-r-l-i-n-g so go and follow her amazing journey connect with her (laughs) if you want to know how she's done it re-listen to this and follow her because she's literally becoming she is flowering she is blooming she's doing all of the things i love how much space you're taking up i love how much you're going for what you want to go for i have one little um last question okay so if you had to describe your like your end goal, your big dream, what would you love for yourself? And I want you to say it as if it's, it's fucking done because I feel like it's going to be done. And I want you to come back to this and be like, fuck, I did that thing that I said I wanted to do. So in your head, like not end result like 10 years, but like, what would you love to create? What would you love to do in your space, in your business? Like what's a big kind of goal or thing that you'd love? What I'm feeling at the moment is the, it it goes back to the podcast. Like I want to be like 
a coach within midwifery to be known all you know all around the world and <laughs> nothing big and just to inspire people to look after women in the ways that they need and to respect women and to care for them and nurture them and to change the system from the inside out that's what that's something that I said in Hayley Carr's recent course she said if you could do anything and money nothing was in the way and it was that I wanted to be a globally leading midwifery coach changing the system from the inside out and I was like oh I didn't know that (laughs) Ah, so you're saying it twice and now literally I am so damn excited because I feel like from this episode you may even get people messaging you asking you questions about how you did it if you could coach them if you could work with them. So your coaching thing might just start already, girlfriend. (laughs) Honestly, I really see that because you've done it. You've walked the walk, you're doing it still. And then you come from a place of, I've already walked it. Follow me. I'll take you. I got you. I got you. Follow me. And it's so beautiful. I love your heart. I love who you are. I love how much you want to develop and grow and work on yourself to be the better and then the better and then the better and then the better version of, about you. And it's every day for you. And I see you show up every day and I see you do the things and I, I just honor you. And I want to thank you for being who the fuck you are because mm-hmm. it's lighting the world on fire. And literally this, this episode I know is going to resonate with so many women out there that you've just given visibility to. So I love you and thank you. Oh, I love you too. Thank you so much for, <sighs> for just being you you've given so much to me and i am just eternally grateful me too thank you so much for listening i so appreciate your ears your time your energy and your attention please do me a favor and head over to apple itunes subscribe so that you don't miss an episode share this episode with a sister who you know needs to hear it And if you feel called to, leave me a review. I'd love to know what you think about the podcast. I'd love to know how this information is helping you change your world. Thank you so much for being here. I know that there are many podcasts you could listen to, and I really appreciate you listening to mine. Have a gorgeous week, honey.